As a young English language student in Yemen, you literally dreamed about coming to the United States. And despite the tragic circumstances in your country, those dreams came true. Throughout your stay, you taught people about the history of your homeland and learned lessons about creating a better future there. You're listening to 2233, a podcast of exchange stories. I used to sleep and dream about uh, countries uh, like America. And there's one time uh, when I started uh, studying uh, in Amadista. I was in high school. I like every time everything that I studied in the in the book. I I slept and dreamed about it, and uh, dreamed that I'm that I'm there. It was a dream, but it was a reality later on. Uh, I still remember the time when I was uh, in, in, in Amadist studying about, you know, directions and how to go from one place to a place. They were teaching us about uh, real places here in the U.S., like uh, the Empire State is on the Fifth uh, Avenue. When I came to the U.S., I was looking for the Fifth Avenue to see the Empire State, and it was there. <laughs> so it was a good experience. This week... Missing the original mocha coffee, educating Americans about Yemen, and hometown, Delaware. Join us on a journey from Yemen to the United States and learning lessons to apply back home. It's 2233. We report what happens in the United States, warts and all. Exchanges shaped who I am. When you get to know these people, they're not quite like you. You read about them, they are people very much like ourselves. And oh, that's what we call cultural exchange. Ooh, yes. Hi, my name is Ahmed Al Futehi, and I am uh, from the Republic of Yemen. Uh, I work currently for the Embassy of the Republic of Yemen here in Washington, D.C. I am uh, in charge of communication and the focal point of uh, media at the embassy. I take care of passports as well at the consulate. I am an uh, ECA alumni of the MIPI program. I learned my English in Yemen uh, the first time through a program that was funded by State Department, and it was actually at the uh, at Amidist Center in Sana'a. The, the program called uh, Access, and I was um, proudly one of the one of, one of the first um, Access students in in Yemen. Yemen used to be called before. Uh, the happy land. Uh, Romans used to call it uh, the happy land or the Arabian Felix. It used to be a powerful kingdom as known as uh, the kingdom of Seba or Queen of Sheba. And it was dominating the uh, the route of the silk, uh, silk route and the uh, uh, incense route. Yemen used to be powerful, used to be prosper, used to be called the happy land. Yet today it's, uh, it's very sad. Uh, Yemen is going through uh, uh, bad humanitarian uh, problems. Uh, like 75 of all Yemenis are need like kind of uh, humanitarian assistance. Mm-hmm. 
we only thought about it and imagined the U.S. to be honest, just from the movies and cartoons that we used to watch. And and when I came here, it was totally not different, but there was more to learn. Actually, a, a lot to learn. Customs, traditions, uh, the way you talk to people, the way you communicate, it was very different. Uh, I, at that moment, I, I took the chance to implement the, the meaning of cultural exchange and tell them and ed- educate pe- uh, people here um, about Yemen. Yemen used to be very um, rich with history and heritage and customs. Uh, in, in, when I came the first time, I was very afraid that um, on, on Friday, Yemenis uh, like to gather with their families and go to prayer, just like here they go to on Sundays. So the first Friday in Delaware, uh, the, 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 the university uh, provided me um, and other people who wants to go to a mosque, a car. So uh, we went to the mosque and I met a lot of people. I met, I met some Yemenis who live in, in Delaware and they're American Yemenis. Uh, it was. I had a nice conversation remembering my country. It was a nice chance to see people from my own uh, country. I always talk to people. I try to tell them about my my culture. During the the first week, uh, I was lost. At one time, I tried to take a bus, and I was uh, I was lost. It was funny, but I uh, I ended up in a in a, in a place that I don't know where I was. I, I had to call uh, the, uh, the the program uh, coordinators, and, and and they they came with their uh, cars to pick me up. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> When I came to America, I, I thought that I'm going to be feeling as a, as a foreigner the first time, but I was very welcomed, very welcomed. I felt home. And to be honest, I, I felt sort of a cultural shock at first. Uh, that actually made me feeling very bad and, 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 and thinking about an, another cultural shock when I came back home. Um, we were, all of us, all the students counting the days, just like feeling sad that this program is going to end. It, the program was only for five weeks. It was kind of a short um, period, but at the same time, uh, for us, it's a big experience that we learned a lot. I can't forget uh, the um, the communication with my friends that came from from all the Arabic uh, countries. We're still in touch until today. We were like singing some Arabic uh, songs, uh, songs that actually reminds us of uh, uh, who we are and where we came from. There was a song uh, by Fayrouz. It says, "Brat al blad, sar It means like you're outside of the country and now you have kids and you're. It's it's just a a song that reminds us of uh, of that we are part like outside of our country, but it was a good experience. I 
I've seen people here in the U.S. are very like are very serious to build their country. Uh, volunteering, community service uh, was uh, something that they do. Like a lot of people do it in daily basis. So it was one of the things that I that I was um, for sure gonna take it and implement it and t tell people about it and teach people. Our understanding about the American culture and the Americans themselves uh, was totally different. Uh, it might be not 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 too different for me because I, I studied in an American institution in Yemen, but for many people. And I think this is one thing that I that I carried and I and I, and I was for sure like I, I, I talked to people about it. There was a family that I uh, that I stayed with in uh, in Portland, Maine. Uh, my family, uh, I, I called them once during uh, the war in 2011 and they were so worried about me and they talked to me and talked to my family although there was like sort of uh, miscommunication between them and my family they can't communicate well since my family doesn't speak english but i was like a bridge between those families too we had families um i have a family from the u.s and a family in yemen as well that uh, connects me When I came to the program, I know that, that I'm going to learn a lot about leadership. But when we um, started the program, it was very intensive. We learned a lot about leadership, volunteering. The most thing that I appreciate of this program that it makes me uh, know the um, value of volunteering and civic engagement and community service. We did a lot of community service work here in uh, in, in the states. We did in uh, some community work in Delaware, like harvesting some uh, plants and um, like for the poor people. And when we when we came back. We, uh, by the end of the program, I, I felt so proud of implementing and doing proposals for projects that I imagined and thought of um, implement when I came back home and, and do it for my people and my the people that I uh, in my country. Uh, volunteering for us. Uh, as a student back in Yemen, we didn't really have the spirit and, and, and the desire and the feeling of volunteering and, and community service uh, uh, before we uh, before I come to the U.S. When I came back to the U. when I came here, I, I learned more and I know what, what was the meaning of volunteering and community service and how it helped. It helps a lot of people. So when I came back home, uh, I tried to do it the same way. I, I, I had the spirit, I had the energy. I was very mot motivated to um, uh, to help people and, and actually teach other people and tell them about my experience. The program that I went that take me to the U.S., it was sort of a bridge between uh, Yemenis and uh, Americans. It teaches something and we implement it in our countries and we talk to people about it. We talked to people about the the, 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 the program and the, and every uh, community service that we went through. And I showed actually my family uh, about a, a community service that I that I was implemented in Delaware. I was very proud of that project and thinking about it and how it's going to be implemented and done in in in, in my uh, in my country when I return. 
at that time when I was uh, representing, like presenting my uh, project, I really wanted people to uh, to look at me. I wanted my family as well to see uh, that I have a different understanding that this um, experience has changed so much in, in, in my life and uh, my understanding as well about how things should be and should be done in my country too. Although I, I didn't have that chance to, to tell my family at that moment, they, the, the, they have seen actually the implementation of another project that I did in, in my country. And that made them so proud and they thought about this program as a really nice chance for people to exchange and learn more about um, uh, new ideas and things to uh, implement in their country. My project that I uh, thought about it, it was uh, about street children. We have some uh, some children that always bug in the street and ask for money, and they this is their life. Their uh, their families push them just to do, um, just to go and ask for that money and forget about education. Uh, and we know that education is uh, what makes every generation and country prosper. So that was my pro my uh, my project, and I, I did did it in a detailed proposal where I can help them and help the, the, the family. So I know that the family will will ask their uh, children to go just because they want a source of money. So I was thinking to provide, um, to get some source of income for those uh, families. And at the same time, having those children and uh, going back to school and learn more and, and be um, engaged in school once uh, once more. Another project that deal with education as well. We made a, a proposal to make uh, two big libraries for elementary schools. We implemented the, we did the proposal, we submitted uh, to different organizations. We got the, the fund from the U.S. Embassy in Sana'a. Um, uh, it, it was it was really nice. It was a really um, a nice moment at that time when I got the uh, the fund. We implemented the uh, the libraries in 2011, and it was in the suburbs of Sanaa and Aden. Thinking of reading as uh, as as a way to live, and uh, that reading will change lives. And our project was named uh, Read for Life. Every moment when I was during my during the program, I felt that I am between my family. Program was short, as I mentioned, but we uh, every time I, 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 I meet another person, I feel that they are part of my family. I still contact them until today. It's been ten years, and we still feel the same the same way. We contact almost every now and then, like every week or every other uh, day. There was a family. Uh, in, in Delaware that hosted me for a day and I, I went with them and I, I had dinner and I like I, I felt home as well. Another family in uh, Portland, Maine uh, did the same thing to me and I felt home. Even when I was just meeting the instructor, uh, the, the, the professors, uh, all of them were very nice to me and, and, and I'm still in touch with them until today. I was very proud of being a Delawarean or a person from Delaware or a person who actually took a program in Delaware. We, at that moment, I really felt that I'm part of uh, 
the the United States culture. Like I, I engaged well in the in, in in the culture. I communicated well with people, and understood the, their customs. And it it was very different uh, experience than the first time I came to to the U.S. Uh, and we were very proud of the place, not only that we went through this program to um, to the U.S., but just being from Delaware, like uh, we were proud of, of that program and, 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 and that place and the university itself. And, and to be honest, until today, I, I, I kept uh, my Facebook page as the hometown is uh, in Delaware until uh, since since 2009. We want to know that Yemen uh, needs everybody, even with uh, praying or hoping for them to, uh, for Yemen to prosper again. Yemenis will never give up, will always uh, uh, have hope, and I think Yemen will prosper and be happy as it, it was once before. is produced by The Collaboratory, an initiative within the U.S. State Department's Bureau of Educational and Cultural Affairs, better known as ECA. My name's Christopher Wurst. I'm the director of The Collaboratory. 2233 is named for Title 22, Chapter 33 of the U.S. Code, the statute that created ECA. And our stories come from participants of U.S. government-funded international exchange programs. This week, Ahmed Al-Fotihi spoke about his experiences in Yemen as an Access English language student, and later about his time as a participant in the U.S. Middle East Partnership Initiative, or MEPI. For more about Access and other ECA exchange programs, check out eca.state.gov. We also encourage you to subscribe to 2233, and you can do so wherever you find your podcasts and leave us a nice review if you feel so kind, and we'd love to hear from you. You can write to us at ecacollaboratory at state.gov. That's E-C-A-C-O-L-L-A-B-O-R-A-T-O-R-Y at state.gov. Photos of each week's interviewee and complete episode transcripts can be found at our webpage at eca.state.gov slash 2233. And now you can check us out on Instagram at 2233stories. Special thanks to Ahmed for telling his stories. I did the interview and edited this segment. Featured music was Zigzag Heart, Vernalay, and Rafter by Blue Dot Sessions, and Pounded Piano by Poddington Bear. Music at the top of this episode was Quatrefoil by Poddington Bear, and the end credit music is Two Pianos by Tagirlius. Until next time. <laughs>